today. We are up to nine, potentially ten votes for Speaker of the House and still no speaker. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, it's another wonderful day in January. Happy New Year again. I feel like I need to say that every day, that there is a new person on this show that I haven't said Happy New Year to yet, which there is because I'm joined today by Yaku Bullions, Happy New Year to you. host of The Bottom Line. Happy New Year. And Thank I you. would like to say he did say it with a lot of energy yeah. when I came on set and Absolutely. we saw each other for the first time. We're also joined by Blaze TV contributor John Doyle host of Heck Off Kami, who I don't think is as excited about the new year. No, I'm, I'm tremendously excited. Are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. It ju I just don't see it. Do you believe it now? No. I'm sold now. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. <laughs> Yaka's my greatest ally. Uh, <laughs> so the Speaker of the House thing just keeps getting uh, crazier, of course. As of the time of this taping, I feel like I have to keep saying this because everything is so in flux. And while I realize there is not that much time in between the time that we end this taping and the time that you are seeing it, a lot can change in just one to two hours, as we learned yesterday. So we could potentially be up to, by the end of the day, potentially mm -hmm. 10 votes on who the Speaker of the House will be and still not have any answers. They are working on the ninth vote right now while we are taping. And uh, we've got 20 holdouts now. They are calling them, of course, the, the press is calling them like the Taliban 20. Um, but we've got these holdouts. And as you guys can see from C-SPAN right here, uh, McCarthy does not have the votes, 10th Speaker vote possibly today. Uh, let me name for you some of these. It is, again, it's the same ones, but Andy Biggs, Dan Bishop, Lauren Boebert, uh, Cloud, Clyde, Do Donalds, who of course is the other nomination from these holdouts, Byron Donalds, Matt Gates, Bob Good, Paul Gassar, Harris, Miller, Norman, Perry, Rosendale, and Chip Roy. Um, and I would just like to say the, the Liberty scores for all of them are like very, very high. Uh, McCarthy has a 54, which for those of you who are really bad at, at school, that, that would be an F if you were in school. So conservative review, Liberty score, not so kind to Kevin McCarthy. I would say deservedly so. Um, and I want to I want to get your thoughts, gentlemen, on what you think. I guess, is there a strategy? What is the strategy? Is this purely based on principle because they're like, no, you're a rhino and we don't want you or how many of them are just holding out because they want certain, you know, it's a negotiation tactic. I talked to Jason Buttrell yesterday, he was on the show, and yeah. he said, I really, I really think this is a negotiation tactic for all of them. I'm not so sure all of them are using this as a negotiation. I think some of them are like, we don't like you and we will not vote for you. Um, but uh, he did, McCarthy did offer more concessions to these Republican holdouts uh, during these deliberations. Some of them included allowances for one member to introduce introduce a motion to vacate rather than five. So they had already agreed, for those of you who missed it, they had already agreed that they would lower the threshold for trying to vacate Speaker of the House position to five members rather than, I forget what it was before, it was like way more. Yeah. And they said, no, 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 we just want it to be five. McCarthy had already agreed to that. Now he decided that one member he would agree to 
be enough rather than five. Uh, and he also promised to hold votes on term limits and border security, which is what Boebert specifically had asked him to do that she had grievances about yesterday when we brought you this program, as well as grant the House Freedom Caucus more seats on the House Rules Committee. But they appear not to be budging. Uh, gentlemen, what say you? What is what? What do you think their plan is here? And also, what happens ultimately? There are some there absolutely that's using this opportunity, which I think for good for the country to say there's certain things like the Freedom Caucus, for mm -hmm. instance, right? Mm -hmm. That's a that's a big one to say we need more seats. Right. And they will they will move when he moves or the group. But there's at least two there, Sarah, that I know personally well that told me pre-November there's no way, but no way mm. they'll support him. So I know if there's two, there's got to be some that truly are digging in and going, uh-uh, mm -hmm. Rhino F, right. F rating versus those who are holding out with A ratings, right, saying, not, we're going to drain the swamp and we're going to start with Speaker of the House. And I, I, this is exciting. I, I, yeah, I watched the show yesterday and I thought Jason made very interesting uh, points. I don't think this guy's the Speaker of the House. I don't think he's going to be. I know Jason said, I think ultimately they're all cave. Right. There's at least two. And, and you only need about three or so because there's not a lot of wriggle room mm -hmm. to get to 218. I don't think he's the Speaker of the House. John, do you think that these uh, Republicans who are holding out um, it's like, say, Dan Crenshaw, who's calling them enemies. He's saying, you know, they have a, a responsibility. They're terrorists. You know, they have a responsibility to vote with the rest of the party because the majority of us want this guy. Therefore, you guys need to be in lockstep with us. Uh, what, did, what, do you, what are your thoughts about people who would say uh, that? I, I would say my thoughts are like a resounding two thumbs down. I mean, there used to be a <laughs> saying like principle over party, right. which we used to poke fun at because, you know, there's this whole stock of old GOP leadership that's like, well, principles. Are, but it is true. I mean, principle over party. And Dan Crenshaw wants the Congress to start so he can start sending more money to Ukraine, mm -hmm. not secure the border, like do whatever you mm -hmm. will. That's what was so interesting is you see like a lot of people who want our politics to be respectable. And they're like, this makes the GOP look so bad. And it's like, what makes the GOP look bad is actually what they do when they're in office. Right. It's actually the best case scenario for them not to be able to wield power right now because if they did, they're going to like codify uh, same-sex marriage at the federal level. They're going to send more money to Ukraine and things yeah. like that. They're not going to actually take care of the priorities of their people, the people over whom they're governing. So I agree with Yako. I think it's uh, is a great example of like resistance. I'm a little bit more cynical. I probably think that McCarthy's going to end up getting it, though hopefully with several concessions um, beyond what he's already made. Because I don't know who else it would be. I mean, they said... Uh, I think Matt Gates, before he nominated uh, President Donald J. Trump, he said that like he wanted Jim Jordan. But Jim Jordan said no. I don't think that he wants the amount of smoke yeah. because, unfortunately, the reality is Kevin McCarthy is a very powerful uh, political figure in this country. So it'll probably end up being him. And if not him, I don't know who else would be. Like maybe Steve Scalise would probably even be worse. Yeah, and didn't Jim, I think Jim Jordan ended up nominating him yeah. you know, yeah. on the second vote, I think, which was weird It was me. very weird. That I know, was I'm, really I'm bizarre. Like, I think I will live, I, I work on a news program for a living, right? and I think I will live my entire life and never completely understand how Congress that works move. and that functions. Was such a, I would it like to see weird. Jim Jordan, rather. Chip Roy, Jim Jordan, any of these guys. But, but to your point, think about Dan Crenshaw's statement. The majority of us want this, so you minorities should do it. Yeah, that's called democracy, where the majority rules. We're not a democracy, right? 
We're a republic where the minority has a voice. And, and, and I think it was, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene that said, hey, I'm speaking for myself and every one of us in Congress have power. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the number, what you need to get, I mean, yeah, two, three people can really hurt this thing. So I don't know. I, John, I don't know. I think it's going to get really interesting. We're on the 10th vote, right? 10? We're potentially, uh, potentially on the 10th vote. Potentially so by the end nine. of the day. We're in nine we're right in now. in nine. I hope you're right. And I mean, uh, Crenshaw, too, he called like the dissidents narcissists and he said they were being. Have you seen rich. this guy's campaign commercial? Like yeah. he'll dress yeah. up in his Navy SEALs. I'm Dan Crenshaw, I'm a Navy SEAL, I'm going to go get the socialists. And it's like, okay, uh, the 1980s called, they want their foreign <laughs> policy back. Yeah. You yeah. know, in him specifically, he has been probably the biggest letdown of the last, what? Mm -hmm. Five years at least, I would say maybe 10 when it comes to the Republican Party. He had such high hopes. And man, he has just crashed and burned. But you think about how bad he's been. He just got reelected, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, well, how, I mean, you can act like Dan Crenshaw in the Republican Party. You can act like John Cornyn in the Republican Party. Right. You can act like all these people and still not have a problem getting reelected. So what is that teaching them? Apparently that bad behavior is tolerated and even embraced uh, in this party. So who can blame him for acting that way? He's being taught that it's acceptable for him and he's still rewarded by it. Um, I want to I wanna talk quickly about, we talked about Byron Donalds, of course, from Florida, who we, I just mentioned all of these uh, anti-McCarthy Holdouts are actually nominating to be speaker in place. Um, they mentioned when they nominated him, you know, this, this could be, uh, you know, momentous for several different reasons. And one, you know, he's obviously uh, a black man, um, a Republican. And it's very interesting because member of the squad, Cory Bush, uh, tweeted out the other day, Byron Donalds is not a historic candidate for speaker. He is a prop. Despite being black, he supports a policy agenda on intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy. Yeah. His name being in the mix is not progress, it's pathetic. So now a black woman is black explaining to a black man about what you're allowed to do when you're black, and I'm already confused. Because if they elevate a black man or a black woman, it's on merit, but if we right. do it, then it's affirmative action. No, it's actually the opposite, Karine uh, <clears throat> Jean-Pierre, right? You guys are the one who are wielding the affirmative action stick, who just do it for optics. Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Mm -hmm. We Let actually believe this man can do a good job, but it's so funny how, how now all of a sudden, you know, race is out the picture and this is, he's a puppet. Mm -hmm. He must be a puppet because he's conservative. Therefore, he must, he must be under some slave master. It, it would be fascinating to ask them and have them answer the question, what policy agenda specifically do you say is intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy? Uh, well, they articulated that. I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was the Museum of like African-American History or something. They put out this big brochure labeling all these examples of like white supremacy and whiteness. And there were things on that list like metric time and, yes. you know, yes. delaying yeah. gratification, yeah. things like that. And you have to really wonder what they meant by that. And so literally when they say like things that uphold white supremacy, they're talking about the Constitution because the Constitution is a structure of government that was built for American people to compete with each other, to have a quality mm -hmm. of opportunity. And what we found out is that that just doesn't work across the world. And so now they have to restructure it to make sure that they have equal outcomes. And people are like scratching their heads like, how is this compatible? And it's not. So it's a war between these two different factions. Either we're going to have total equality or we're going to have total freedom.
in you remember terms of in that same period they even it's as ridiculous as this is but I, I hope you remember so I'm not the only one but they even said the interstate system is racist do you remember that they said the yes. interstate system is racist mm -hmm. I'm like Wait, yeah, what? because they're like, well, the highways were designed to go around dangerous neighborhoods, and it's like, well, why Correct. wouldn't they be? Yeah. And they're like, well, dangerous neighborhoods are all black, and it's like, like, like you just yeah, said like that. hold the mirror, like, <laughs> right, like right. wait, what? Right, right, wait, yeah, wait. So it's it's the same thing. Whenever I'm, you know, I deal with all of these LGBT apostrophe yeah, yeah. semicolon QIAZ uh, allies, they call themselves, and they always, anytime you post something that's like, hey, I think adults should stop sexualizing children. And they're like, why do you speak that way about the LGBT community? And I'm right. like, I Adults, all adults. Like, I didn't, that was you. <laughs> exactly. And they always go, well, what about the church? And I'm like, I agree. Yes. That's why typically you see ramifications yes. and you can search the headlines and it's like, this pastor was arrested yeah. and this school teacher was arrested and all of it. It's like, Yep. Yes, I agree with that. Can you agree that a grown man who is in the LGBT community also should not be sexualizing children? Apparently the answer is they, no. No, they can't. Apparently the Special answer is Special provisions. No. I can like think right. of an innocent reason for sending my child to public school or like to a Catholic service. What is the innocent reason for sending your child exactly. to watch like a transvestite stripper perform? Exactly, exactly. Well, right, because the, I mean, and the whole idea is like the reason for sending your child to church is obviously to like for spiritual reasons. The reason for sending your child to school is so that they can learn. I'm not saying you should, right? Like homeschool, that's whatever. That's intent. not the argument, but that's the intention, right? Yeah. This is just like a, a a unintentional byproduct of something that happens to them when they go to a place where they are trying to do something good. You're dragging these kids. I know we're totally off topic here, but you're dragging yeah. these kids with, an with the intent to, to have them watch them. the performance yeah. that is sexual. To harm them. Right. 100%, to abuse them. Right, right. 100%. Uh, yeah. Just a little different. Yeah. Just a Glad little. you went off topic. Well, you know, I tend to do these things. Um, all right, we, uh, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, uh, look, uh, are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? I'm not a financial advisor, but I would say yes. So when you finally had enough of the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirement, you need to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Um, I am doing this. Uh, we are working with our investment advisor, uh, diversifying heavily into gold and silver because for over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And you can still get it. You can actually own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. They make it very easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metal so you can hang on to your savings. You need to text the word Y to 989898. You're going to get a free information kit on gold. This is no obligation, so there's no reason not to do it. They've got all of the experience. I trust them. You can too. Protect yourself with gold today by texting the word Y to the number 989898. All right, Yaku, you said you watched the show yesterday. Yeah. So you heard us talk about the uh, the story that abortion pills will now be able to, you know, be available in retail pharmacies like CVS yeah. and Walgreens, and also mail-in order 
pharmacies. Now, uh, the mail-in slightly changed in some places due to COVID. They started easing those restrictions. But this, it, while it's still only available by prescription only, the abortion pill was previously only allowed, you know, you were only allowed to get it through a doctor directly or a clinic directly. You couldn't just drive up, you know, go to the drive through in yeah. your local CVS and obtain the prescription for that and or mail it in. And so my point yesterday was they're changing this because they're, I told Jason, did you hear me? I said, yes, mail in. Keyword, pay attention to that, right? Because I said the point of this is that they are trying to strategically, they incrementally chip away more and more and more and more until they get to their end goal, which is, of course, uh, you know, they would love it if you could just buy the abortion pill on Amazon and have an Amazon drone deliver it to your door within 30 minutes of you ordering it so that you couldn't be inconvenienced while you were having to kill your child. But um, so just kind of case in point here. Interestingly enough, this rule just, the FDA just changed this rule. Day two, right after that happened, uh, apparently the Department of Justice has now ruled in an opinion sought by the United States Postal Service that the U.S. Postal Service can continue to deliver abortion pills to women even in states that have restricted access to abortion. So you see here, if you guys are watching, these are all the states that have just banned abortion since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Well, the DOJ is saying it doesn't matter if these states have banned abortion, which the Supreme Court of the United States just said is a state's right to choose right. what their law is on abortion. The Department of Justice is saying, screw the Supreme Court decision and screw states' rights and screw federalism. We are going to say, you can deliver it wherever the hell you want, even if these states have banned abortion, which... You know, I don't like to toot my own horn a lot, but um, was kind of exactly what I was freaking talking about yesterday mm -hmm. when I said they are doing this strategically, incrementally, because that is what the left does. They don't typically just take it all at once. They chip away at it and chip away at it and change different rules and, uh, you know, misread different rules and seek different opinions so that it all comes together for their end goal of just completely uh, disregarding states' rights in this particular issue and, of course, the Supreme Court's uh, recent overturn of what was probably the worst ruling in American history. Yeah, look, this is absolutely unconstitutional. And so the Department of Justice, I mean, what would be the highest law in the land? The Constitution, other than that, the Supreme Court, right? Not the Department of Justice. And the Supreme Court says, no, you as a state, you can decide. But think of marijuana. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to ship marijuana across mm -hmm. state lines. Cannot. Today, you cannot. It's not legal to ship it across state lines. But you can now airmail, mm -hmm. like a ballot, funny how they <laughs> love to go in that direction, right. into a state that has said, in this state, you cannot do it. It is unconstitutional. So now I'm saying to those states, you've drawn the line in the sand, like Texas, which I support, okay, 100%. I'm anti-abortion. Yes, President Trump, all of it. Anti-abortion, because every life by God's grace has value. I'm saying those states are now gonna have to dig in and fight this fight and go, you will not bring it into our state. And they're gonna have to take that most likely against the, to the Supreme Court again. And the Supreme Court is going to have to rule how they ruled. Because in this country, we love to adjudicate case law. Mm. Well, now it's the law and it's case law. Mm -hmm. It's no longer, well, Roe v. Wade back then. Now it is, it's overturned. The state has the power. So take it to the Supreme Court. Abbott, Paxton, 
Somebody, Oklahoma, maybe Stitt yeah, one will of do the, this. One of those states. Probably, probably Kevin Stitt. I'm, look, I'm going to say don't hold your breath for Governor Abbott yeah, to make any Kevin bold Stitt. moves. Although, if it's up to Ken Paxton, I would have he faith, will. right? Yeah, he if will, it's but, up to Abbott. Yeah, but Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma, the most conservative state in America, by, by fact, supermajority, by far the most conservative state. Kevin Stitt will do this because he was the first to also outlaw abortion. Stitt mm. was, and he took hellfire. I mean, the Republicans threw him under the bus at CPAC in Dallas wow. for doing that. And he's like, I'm going to do this because it's my value system. So Kevin Stitt, take it back to the Supreme Court and say, hey, because you know, you're right. If the USPS is going to do it, well, hello, FedEx. Hello, Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Because it's death by mail. Yes, because um, I think that they also said that this opinion, it was sought by the USPS, but it does apply to other delivery services mm-hmm. like, you know, FedEx, UPS, and insert delivery service hey, here. Uber so, eats it in across state line. I mean, that's coming next, right? Yeah, I think this is why one of the top priorities of the next Republican president has to be to purge the federal bureaucracy because yeah. you've got all these like unelected, yeah. nameless bureaucrats doing things like this. Like they wake up, they go to work on your tax dollar, and they just like come up with things like this. Like, oh, well, actually, we're going to rule that it is okay. And you've got like some person who just graduated, like you know, Georgetown University, like law school or something, and they're going to write this opinion. And now all of a sudden, it's a problem where all of the people that are going to die while we fight this legal battle that's already been settled mm-hmm. is going to be a net loss for the soul of the nation, but it's like a temporary victory for these people because they siphon power from demons. I like unironically, I believe that fully. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned um, demons, and I just would like to add to this conversation on the, on the topic of abortion. Um, you guys are familiar, I'm sure, with the outlet, The Guardian. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, based yes. in the UK, a news, I guess, would you call it news? It's a re- reporting media uh, outlet called The Guardian. And uh, they apparently posted a story recently that was praising Satanists in their fight for abortion. Mm-hmm. So they said, <laughs> I can't even... Look, if you are, um, if you're siding with the satanic temple, like unironically, perhaps the problem is you. Yes. I just, I I can't think of a time where you would be like, you know what? The Satanists had it right. Well, these people like literally worship Satan. And I don't say that in like a kooky way or to say that they're like evil. I say that because if you look at like what the Satan, uh, the satanic temple actually teaches, it isn't like be evil. It's not that obvious. It says just do what you want. Like their motto, I think is a do as thou wilt, like just pursue your desires. And so that's kind of the problem with the Christian majority in this country where we were too uh, kind and naive to these types of people. And so instead of pushing for Christian morality, we pushed for religious freedom. And now it's like, okay, well, if you define Satanism as a religion, which like, okay, I guess now all of a sudden they're entitled to the same rights that you are. It's Christians so they can then lobby uh, for, you know, abortion access and things like that because of that. And I remember, I'm actually, believe it or not, old enough to remember when it was a huge controversy. It was a myth, totally made up, but it was a huge story back in, I think, 2009, the very early days of 2009. People started spreading this theory online that Barack Obama was going to be sworn in and he was going to put his right hand on a Quran instead of a Bible. So he's, oh, he's a Muslim. It was kind of like funny, actually. But that turned out not to be true, but that was like a huge story. Now, I looked at what people are swearing in on now. There was a Marvel comic book that somebody was swearing like an oath to office on. There's, you know, Qurans, there's all these other weird religious things. There's not a lot of Bibles anymore. This girl was with Ron DeSantis, and he was sworn in on a Bible, an amazing Bible owned by none other than Glenn Beck Mm -hmm. and David Barton, which I held yesterday because it made its way back. Mm -hmm. So, and then you'll see fruit 
in that state. Mm -hmm. And you'll see death in the other states. And they do worship Satan. This mm -hmm. is absolutely a trait. Why? Because it's a gain. It, it's a power gain. And through the gospel of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God, there's power. And blood holds power, John. And the satanic temple and the satanic church endorses child sacrifice because they believe through blood they open up dark forces and dark power. So, of course, they want to abort children. Well, they literally call it their religious right. That's, the, that's their whole argument. Yeah. Is that sacrifice it sacrifice children. Correct. Well, it is a religious abortion ritual, yeah. and it is, it is for ritual. their religion, yeah. and the, the, the religion of Satanism 100%. needs abortion rights. That's, so you're going to have the argument. Guardian, as if we should ever listen to the Guardian, but right. the Guardian is now going to side with them. But this is how, how sold out they are as well. They'll double down and go to an extreme to say, well, they'll side with Satanists in the Satanic Temple to, to try and make their point right. to say, look, yeah, it's, it's a woman's right to choose and, and the baby doesn't have a, a right, right? So we need to call it for what it is, John, and I'm glad you brought it up. This is a war that started in the Garden of Eden. There will be enmity war between the offspring of Satan, those in agreement with him, and the seed of Eve, which ultimately produced redemption in Christ, right? And so it's a war. It's a full-blown war. Let's not, the, the, the war you're fighting, mm -hmm. you're not talking to a person right. when you're standing on that street. You're talking to a spirit mm -hmm. that's inside a person that wants to devour children. Because in his world, that's how they gain power. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I, uh, I struggle with where we're going as, as a country, and it's hard to have optimism. Um, and you just put it so succinctly, and I, I very much appreciate you, my friend. Thank and you I, for doing I what you do. I appreciate you, Sarah. Um, all right, now's a good time for a break. I feel like I need a drink. I'm gonna, go, I'm, gonna go. I'm kidding, I'm not. Um, but uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Raycon. So uh, the new year is here, and whether you're making big changes or maybe you're just settling back into a consistent routine, I'm just saying you probably could use some audio accompaniment on your journey. Uh, I just recently, you mentioned I was with DeSantis in Florida, and you know what I have to pack with me whenever I travel? are my Raycons, of course. They're everyday earbuds, look, feel, and sound better than ever. I think I have a, yes, my producer gave me a pair right uh -huh. here. So this is them. They are, um, they're, they're great because, you know, there are other brands who think that it's, I don't know, a smart idea to build a big stem that falls out of your ear and it's not comfortable and it weighs you down and it falls out all the time and then you have to spend a lot of money to replace them. Don't do that. Just get Raycons because they fit all the way in your ear. They've got eight hours of playtime, a 32-hour battery life, and you're not going to spend nearly as much. They're a really, really great deal. Yaku, do you have Raycons? Yeah, the, the thing about Raycons, even, even uh, gifted some for my father-in-law who's an athlete. We're all athletes. You can run with these things. Yeah, yes. They stay in. Yeah, they stay all the way in. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to budge, all right? You got to go try them out. You can go to buyraycon.com slash Y to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That is B-U-Y. Buyraycon.com slash Y for 15% off. Governor Ron DeSantis, you mentioned him earlier, um, he's just, he is like, he needs to be the blueprint for every single Republican governor in this country. So he is starting his uh, second term on a roll. He is asking public universities to disclose all government funds spent towards programs, classes, and other initiatives related to diversity, equity, inclusion, and the teaching 
of. So he sent out, the DeSantis administration sent out uh, earlier today, or I'm sorry, yesterday, um, <clears throat> to all of these public universities in Florida. And of course, he mentioned in his speech that I was sitting right there in the audience for that education was going to be uh, a really big part of his administration this second term, that they were, they were not done. They've made so much progress, and I appreciated the fact that he said, we've made a lot of progress, right? So he, give himself credit where credit is due. Yeah. We, we have made a lot of progress, but he said, there is still so much work to be done, and he's absolutely right. I mean, you think about how controversial it was when they passed the Parental Rights and Education Bill, which you know CNN would call the Don't Say Gay Bill, but when you look at it, what is it, kindergarten through third grade mm. that the bill applies to? It's like, mm. this is supposed to be controversial that we're not teaching you know gender yeah, ideology exactly. to, to kindergarten through third grade? This is what we're arguing about, really? So uh, to his credit, you know, he's saying like, listen, We've done stuff and the stuff has been great, but we are not done tackling education. And so Florida higher education systems that receive government funding from the state will have to complete a document with a comprehensive list of all of these programs, diversity, race related, what have you, which includes the staff hired to teach or advise these groups or classes, uh, according to the memo. And... <clears throat> the, the deadline is January 13th, so I presume we will find out more about mm -hmm. what these universities are including uh, by then. But, you know, you, you, you think about how important it is when you're talking about who the staff is who is teaching Sorry. these particular, you know, diversity, inclusion, all of these key buzzwords. Well, why would that be important? Well, probably because you've got all of these critical race theory scholars who are going around saying, I don't know. I would say really racist things. Like there's uh, Brittany Cooper, who is Associate Professor of Women's and Gender Studies, oh, and Africana Studies at Rutgers University, who says things like, uh, whiteness is going to have an end date and we just have to get rid of these white people, watch. I mean, does that give people comfort on a day to day when you like just having to deal with white folks and the, tra you know, the travesties that they create and the sense that they want to destroy the planet? Nah, there is a world beyond even our sojourn on the earth. And so whiteness is going to have an end date because it, it is not, despite what white people think of themselves, they do not defy the laws of eternity, right? Their projects are not so sophisticated that the natural laws of physics change for them. And when we sort of humble them in the, in humble our own understandings of whiteness, it seems like the biggest giant that we face. But in the end, right, it is what I like to say is, you know, black folks were out here for centuries and centuries and millennia doing all kinds of wonderful things and probably some things too. So number one, um, you're disqualified from teaching in higher education if you ever are involved in a conversation that you know is going to be public and you uh, say nah instead of no. I would just say I'm immediately disqualifying you. Number two, uh, related to her comments about white people, um, did, that, did that sound like uh, uh, positive about diversity? Did that sound diverse to you? Did that sound pro-diversity? Did that sound pro-inclusive? Did that sound uh, pro-equity or I should say equal? Did that sound, I, I wasn't gathering those vibes in anything that she just said. What you just saw was a racist speaking. That is racism. 
and the, and that is who is teaching yeah. in these higher education uh, indoctrination But the, but the irony is that racist just had her political cycle for three years, and the wheel's turning. And you're right, sister. The wheel does turn. Mm -hmm. It's just not going to turn in your favor. It's not. Because there will come a day again when truth will come back to this nation, when we will get intellectual honesty back, and we will call true racism racism. And we won't be afraid to point the individual out, regardless of their skin color, for their behavior. So yeah, the wheel is going to turn, but not the way you think. Yeah, Yako's absolutely correct. Uh, that woman is a racist. And I think that there's this really, perhaps even well-meaning, but, but foolish effort on the right to try to intellectualize anti-white racism and turn it into this thing of like, oh, it's like this neo-Marxist class identity pot. Like, it's literally just ethnic grievance. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. it's not my fault as a white man that you are fat and you are not well-spoken. Like, that is the fault of your own community for failing to, like, cultivate a structure that can, like, produce excellence. And, like, whiteness? What does that even mean, whiteness? Yeah. Like, how could you speak about blackness or Jewishness or any mm -hmm. other type of ness? You could not do that in a negative way, but you have, like, a green light to do that about whiteness. And it's like, why? Where else in the world where like white people aren't in charge are you seeing like levels of you know equity and all sorts of like other you know western values you're not i mean you're gonna go over to asia they don't really like black people over there so like i don't know man i'm tired of being told that i'm guilty john for where's the equity in central africa where there's not a white man to be seen it's not where there. it's black governed on black there's no equity in in in, in, in baltimore and detroit you you see the where, same where's thing. the equity come on this is it's preposterous it that is racism call it for what it is. Yeah. That and is a hateful, vengeful individual with a black, dark heart. That's why they have to redefine it too as racism is prejudice plus power because they at their core do not believe that there's anything immoral about being racist to a white person. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, I mean, I wouldn't even say like that they don't think that there's anything immoral about it. I would say they don't eat, they don't think that that's even Racist. They redefined yeah. racism. Right, right. Think, yeah. I mean, to your point, yeah. it's like this, there's nothing to be moral or immoral about it because that's not. It's not a problem. It's not racism. It doesn't yeah. count when it's against a white person. And it got interesting. It got not off topic, but kind of on topic. It got interesting when Kanye lost his way because he was on there for a minute, and when he just went full blown, I'm going to attack the Jew. It's like it was. I was watching how the black community was going to react. You know. And, and they don't he even had, frown he had upon that, that moment. He had that moment where he was like, he, hey, is he like trying to elevate black culture? Yeah. Hold on a second. And then he just went yeah, exactly. horribly wrong. And went completely off. Yeah. But they truly only believe that it can be racism if it is any ethnicity for that matter, right? Because the, because the Jews won't go, hey, we're white. But they just lump everybody in together. And it's just, if it's against black, it's racist. Black against the world is justified. Yeah, and that's why too, the whole phrase like people of color, that exists to create two groups. You have white people yep. and then you have people of color. And even the way that term, like what does that imply? Like right. people of color, they're more vibrant and beautiful than these like bland white people. And it's like, quite frankly, white people are the only people who have different color hair, different color eyes. I mean, like people of color all have the same hair and eye color. So I don't know, maybe we're the ones who have more color. 
Well, I would like to say on the uh, the the look at it made him smile. That is a good point, isn't the it? The critical the critical race theory. Um, DeSantis asking all of these public universities to disclose all of these details about the, those programs that they perhaps could be inflicting upon these students um, and all of the good work that DeSantis is doing over there uh, in in education specifically. I just on a positive note, I would like to say I did see today that Texas legislators have introduced a bill. It sounds like very similar to the parental rights and education uh, bill in Florida, except that it's in grades K through eight mm -hmm. in all public schools. Have you, did you hear about this yeah, yet yeah, today? Yeah, absolutely. Am I, am I, so I have no, not no, read the whole yeah, bill. No, it's, it's right. And, is, and, it go, is it good? Um, it, for the most part. Okay. For, for the most part, but remember. It would be all, a step in the right direction. Yeah, Tell absolutely. me that. It okay. is a step in the right direction, <laughs> okay. but not to toot our horn. Remember, we passed a bill, which I was blessed to co-author, K through 12 right. in Oklahoma. That bill is now in Texas. It's going to go into the session, and it's in 13 different states. Okay. And that's what we need to start seeing. K yeah. through 8, thank you. K through 12. Right. Pre-K, right. actually, because they're going pre-K. No they're going into pre-K. So, but, but it's a step in the right direction for sure. But I, I, I want Texas, Sarah, to, stop, to stop monkeying around. I know. Okay? Go all in. Go, play poker and go all in the house. It's K through 12. Yeah. Defend all the kids. Yeah. We're yeah. not willing to negotiate with the sophomore seniors and uh, juniors and seniors. Yeah, I know. I agree. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Rapper Cardi B, who I would just like to point out, previously has endorsed uh, Bernie Sanders and more recently Joe Biden, of course, the president of the United States, who I don't know, some might say is responsible for, uh, you know, inflation and uh, the recession and uh, basically the state of everything being in disarray. And Cardi B, ironically, posted a video just recently on her social media where she was just fuming about how expensive food is these days. Watch. Let me tell you something. When I be complaining about food prices, and y'all be like, ain't you rich? Why you complaining about lettuce? Why you complaining about this? That just goes to show me when you be when you become successful, when you have money, you're gonna you're gonna go broke soon because y'all not budgeting. I get a summary of the money that's being spent in my home every week. So when I'm starting to see that like groceries is like tripling up, it's like, hey yo, what the going on i want to see for myself what the being spent on and like when i go to the supermarket like i went to the supermarket i'm seeing that everything tripled up that like lettuce was like two dollars a couple of months ago and now it's like seven of course i'm gonna say something the because if i think it's crazy i could only imagine what middle class people or people in the hood is thinking so yes i'm going to say something the and i have a big platform so i do want anybody that's responsible of these prices to put the down. They're going to see my, they might put it down. Oh. Why do we elevate these people? Yeah, I know. What horrific examples for our children. I mean, terrible. Terrible. I mean, first of all, she's dumb because she keeps voting for these people who yeah, are enacting yeah. the policies I'm gonna that are making I'm going to say something. Her, okay, please do. Go to the White her, House. Her MF and lettuce be tripling up. Uh-huh. 
And then, yeah, people are going to leave comments telling her, people who are her friends, and they're going to be like, no, what it is is it's the greedy corporations that are threatened right. by mm -hmm. Brandon, and mm -hmm. so they're artificially raising prices, so That's people right. blame it on on them. And then she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, so true, and she's just going to like go back to doing yeah, But just put doing. the prices down. Well, no, yeah. well, no. Just I mean, to your down. point, uh, who's to say that that's not already what she thinks? I think that's she, what she already I, yeah. thinks because she's literally said, I do want everybody that's responsible yes. for these prices to put that down. I took out the expletives no, there. She so thinks like, the corporation can just lower right. the price. Now, it's the dude you voted for. Right. But see, that penny is not dropping. I almost said something. Whew, caught myself there. That pain, not a, not a cuss word, but oh. I said something about intellect. I, I got I to... Gotta, well, gotta, I mean... I mean... To be questioned. Correct, because again, like that—that that is what she's displaying publicly. That is what she wants the world to see. I wouldn't. But say how that ironic, though, right? Hey, I'm budgeting, and I'm telling you, you guys better wake up. It's getting expensive out of here. I'm like, you're you're a little late, sister. Well, this is we've gone through five dollar gallon gas. This is the same one who had the video complaining about taxes, is it not? And she's complaining yeah. about high yep. taxes. And yep. it's like, why are you voting for the people who want the high taxes, dummy? Yeah. The uh, proliferation of her type of music has done immeasurable damage oh. to our, our country and yeah. to our children. She should almost be taxed more for that, actually. Yeah. Just because she, I mean, because the money she got, like, you know, maybe some of our more libertarian anarcho-capitalists will be like, a dollar earned is what, she made that money by monetizing, like, having your daughter do sexual dances on TikTok. Like, you understand that, right, American man? Like, that is why this woman is famous and has money. She found a way to commodify uh, depravity mm -hmm. and sexual degeneracy and she's just a terrible figure. She should be arrested for acts of public indecency is what should happen. Yeah, I well, agree. Wasn't she the one who like admitted to drugging and... Yeah, she's like a terrible person. She, she was like a what, stripper. Was did she like, did she rape them? I can't remember what no, it was. No, she was like no. drugging them. She robbed them, them. Yeah, And yeah. then, uh, yeah, robbing That's them. That's a d d them. much different R word. <laughs> Not the same at all, but still. Well. Could you imagine if a man had a had a backstory like that? But what kind of an example? He drugged is that? and robbed women, and all of a sudden he's going to be elevated. Honestly, I don't that's think like so. it's kind of an, like if he's going to drug a woman and she's unconscious and he just robs her. That's John. don't go through. No. I'm no. just no. saying. No. I'm, 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 okay, I'm going to help John out here for a second. Okay, listen, it does say something. About our culture. It wouldn't be the show if John Doyle wasn't saying controversial things. It's controversial. I just wanted to help him for a second. It does say something about our culture when we allow these individuals mm -hmm. to become idols for kids. Mm -hmm. That's problematic. It says something not just about her. It says something about us, mm -hmm. about, about our culture. Mm -hmm. Amen. So. Amen. It says something about us that we even put her in a position where she's yeah. super rich and complaining about uh, did be, she be tripping it up on lettuce. <laughs> we gotta take a quick break, we'll be right back. I like that accent. Thanks. Yeah. No, she's, she's Thanks, like, I came up with it on the fly. Did Just as an update, you probably already know this because you're watching the show as it's airing, but uh, the house is poised at this moment to take that 10th vote. <laughs> speaker so we live in a really stupid time and it's just basically been groundhog day all day uh, over there on the house floor i'm sure we'll bring you the latest tomorrow before we leave though one more quick story here uh today is the final day for uh, people to pay their respects to uh pope benedict 
And it's fascinating. One of the representatives of the Vatican said that the Pope did not, like, just this is what their requests were, this is what their wishes were when they were asked why Biden would not attend. So it's not been clear whether it was because of his abortion stance, um, but just very fascinating hearing for whatever reason, uh, the late Pope did not want Joe Biden to attend his funeral. Mm -hmm. That's awkward. Last words, guys. Accurate. Good for him. Held on to the principles till till the final. Look, I have a, I have a lot of beef with the former pope. Yeah. But on this one, yeah, on the abortion stance. Who can blame him? Yeah. yeah, he was a man of outstanding piety. His last words, I think, were Jesus, I love you. And Joe Biden is a heretic whose last words are going to be like, you know, where am I or something like that. So. <laughs> Oh boy, um, and you gotta keep every time you watch him. You gotta believe it's he's moving closer and closer to that. Happy New Year, Sarah. Yeah, Happy New Year. Come I'm on. happy. I'm happy to be back. I'm back from Florida. It's. I wish that I brought the Florida weather because it's very cold uh -huh. in Texas today. Um, but uh, we're happy to be back. Happy to have you back. Thank you, Yaku Buyans and John Doyle. I appreciate it very much, and uh, we're looking forward to a fabulous year. We will see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.